King, you have summoned me. What is it? Take this here vibranium to the Brother Miles as a gift from the people of Wakanda. Go and bring him the vibranium mic. He will use it wisely. Who are you? You don't know. Don't tell me Negro. That's absolutely nothing. What did you do before you were named a Negro? And where were you? And what did you have there? Ask Professor Maurice Miles Martinez, MC Brother Miles, and he'll tell you like it really is. You can shackle the hands of black people. You can jail the bodies of black people. But you cannot shackle or jail the minds of black people. Rise up, black man, black woman, and reach to go back to Africa. My father was a Garveyite. Thus, Marcus Garvey can be thought of as my grandfather. But when you say, I've read in... Dr. Ben's book, or I've read in Dr. Ivan Van Sertima's book, or I've read in Professor Maurice Miles Martinez's book, they say, don't speak that information in here. Brothers and sisters, speak your truth to the world. Brother Miles, the black man's truth is here. The Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. History is a clock that people use to tell their political, economic, and cultural time of day. Brother Miles, the relationship of history to the people is the same as the relationship of a mother to her child. Free at last and proud to be black. One day, Miles will be free at last. Welcome to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, the place where black history, hip-hop, and spoken word come together. I'm your host, Maurice Miles Martinez, also known as MC Brother Miles. At the end of each podcast, we have an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself. I want to wish everybody a happy new year. Last week in season one, episode 34, I threw a New Year's Eve concert for all of my listeners, which recapped the entire year's worth of material. There were a few new tracks also, so definitely check it out when you have a chance. It was much longer than the average podcast that I put out. It was about an hour and a half long. Today, we're going to discuss a little more about African surgery and how advanced it was. Now, we know from the Smith papyrus in Egypt, as well as other papyri that exist, that Egyptians were far ahead of their time in terms of medicine as well as surgery. However, the use of antiseptics is considered to be a modern European invention. Antiseptics prevent infection after surgery. In Europe and the American world, they came into use in the late 1800s, more specifically after the year 1890. Now, remember this year, 1890, because I'm going to come back to it in a moment. In 1864, Joseph Lister came across a theory originally argued by Louis Pasteur in France, and it was called germ theory of disease. And this germ theory of disease argued that germs could potentially be killed through the use of antiseptics. Now, this wasn't tested, and so Joseph Lister began to test this idea. And the idea was to create a chemical barrier when performing surgery, which we call antiseptics today. Lister published his first set of cases where he used carbolic acid, an antiseptic, during surgery in 1867. Now, do you think this was accepted in the American and European medical world in 1867? Absolutely not. Lister's ideas were largely rejected. In fact, as Lister continued to argue for this antisepsis system prior to surgery, the scientific world continued to debate his ideas, and as late as 
1876. They really hadn't accepted them at all. In fact, Lister had to tour America in 1876 to convince physicians that antiseptics were of value. So doctors in the United States and European world didn't even know about the use of antiseptics until 1876, and their use was not widespread until the 1890s, when Robert Koch furthered studies in bacteriology and German surgeon Gustav Neuber was the first to establish antiseptic procedures in an operating room in the mid-1880s. Until then, doctors were still learning about this cutting-edge therapy. Now think about the most cutting-edge medical theory that you can find today that's being floated today, like nanobots to cure disease. Will this come true? Well, in Lister's and Neuber's time, antiseptics were like the nanobots of his era, and surgeon Gustav Neuber wasn't even suggesting the idea of an operating room until the year 1884. Now, why were antiseptics so important, and why is widespread use in the 1890s of antiseptics in the American and European world so important? It saved lives, for example, when performing cesarean sections. While cesarean sections were performed throughout history, they were typically used as a last resort because the mother's mortality rate was roughly 85%. That means in 85% of all cases, the mother lost her life. And why did this occur? It occurred primarily due to infection. It wasn't the actual procedure of the cesarean section that actually led to the mother's loss of life during the procedure itself, but afterwards because of the infection that led to the mortality rate of approximately 85%. In 1879, a surgeon among the Benyoro people of Uganda was observed performing a successful cesarean section. Antiseptics had only been officially accepted in Europe a couple of years prior and were not in widespread use until the 1890s. On the other hand, Africans knew how to prevent infection and regularly performed cesarean sections in Central Africa and had been doing this routine procedure perhaps for hundreds of years. In addition to the alcohol-based antiseptic applied to the mother's womb before surgery, they utilized a series of herbs to kill infection during these operations. They also used an indigenous African form of suture to close up the mother's womb after the operation. Not only that, but one can even look to the observation of Europeans of the Benyaro of Central Africans using antiseptics as a learning experience. As always, we conclude the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast with an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself, MC Brother Miles. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Where did medicine originate? In Africa? It's like this. Imhotep and the Smith Papyrus. Fast forward thousands of years to Central Africa, 
Uganda. Seen is the most devoid, the darkest of the dark continent by explorers and historians amiss. But cesarean sections were rarely performed in European or American sections because there was an 85% chance of deterioration from detection of infection. Taking a lesson from the African doctor's lectern, Europeans observed antiseptics being used to soothe the mother's sutured womb in Central African Banyaro surgical rooms. And how long had these expert doctors known about this routine medical procedure? A procedure that had been unknown in the European or American world just three years earlier. A procedure that would not be entertained or fully be fused until the 1890s. More than a decade after it was observed in Central African operating rooms as regular accepted science being used. Can you even conceive that the Banyoro people of Uganda knew how to prevent disease with antiseptics so advanced that even today it's hard to believe? And where would we be had African society not been ravaged by colonialism's tide and slavery. Would we already have injectable nanobots? Would we already have cured cancer for years at a time? Would we have cured heart disease and diabetes with a medical mathematical outline? This untold loss of humanity's medical knowledge and force leaves us wondering about what would have been created from the African medical source. Thank you for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. If you like listening to this podcast, you can now support it by becoming a direct supporter of the weekly podcast. You can donate at the $4.99 level, and if you don't have as much money, you can support it for as little as $1 per month. Please click the link at the end of the description on my podcast on whatever platform you listen to it on. The link will take you to my Anchor.fm podcast page, which is powered by Spotify. If you scroll down on my Anchor.fm page, you will see a button which says support. Anyone who supports at the $9.99 level monthly, I will send you an autographed copy of my book, The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark versus Herman Cain, if you email me. If you support me at the $9.99 level, you will need to email me the address that you want the book sent to at Martinez at gmail.com and I will send you an autographed copy of my book. Again, that email is Martinez 
at gmail.com, M-A-U-R-I-C-E-M-I-L-E-S-M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z at gmail.com, all one word. And I will send you an autographed copy of the book if you support me again at the $9.99 level. You can also pick a copy of my books up on Amazon, The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark vs. Herman Cain, The Great Wall of Africa, The Empire of Benin's 10,000-mile-long wall, and The Real Vibranium of Africa, which is also under the name The Wakandas, Real Vibranium of Africa, by myself, Maurice Miles Martinez. I have some new books coming out soon, and I will keep you updated. Thank you again for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, and I will speak with you next week.